Welcome back to Almost Famous Minute, where we're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe film, Almost Famous, one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from Feels Like Weezer. Hi, I'm Shanti from Muses. And I am Lynx from Muses. Hello, everyone. Hey, uh, Shanti and Lynx. It's one last Hi, minute Eric. with you guys. It's been so much fun. It has but, been. Yeah. Thanks so much for having us. Well, thank you. It's been, yeah been great um so uh this last minute with you too uh minute 93 i get the right place that's right minute 93 which begins with the kiss <laughs> yeah is that right i'd say so yeah it starts with william kissing penny and ends with two adults trying to help penny yes trying <laughs> It's an intense minute. Yeah. <laughs> One of those adults is wearing an amazing sweater. I'll let you guys figure out which one that is. <laughs> well, I think I mentioned previously that for me, that moment that Penny has right after that kiss happens where she does that little mm thing. Uh, I'm very happy that he put that in because I'm happy to know she's still somewhat conscious at this point. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And you know what? I see. As far as kisses go, if you look closely, it's a pretty closed mouth kiss. Yeah. Well, it's a one-sided kiss, right? There's only one person making an effort here, so that makes well, sense. Well, just because one person's making an effort doesn't mean that... The no. person couldn't he, he, have crossed something further, true. but he, he yeah. didn't. It seemed kind of, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of when the prince kisses Snow White. <laughs> yeah, I, I see that. And the way that he's holding her, the way that she's kind of fallen in his arms, it's very reminiscent of that kind of fairy tale so I don't know if you guys saw this meme going around recently or just this image of Snow White being kissed by the prince. Oh, wow. And then the comment section is just huge. So it's a big debate whether or not should we should we cancel Snow White? Wow. Should we take the scene out of the movie? What does the prince kissing Snow White when she's asleep, what message is that mm -hmm. sending to both young boys and girls and people who are watching this movie? And then I, the only reason why I saw this is because we have a good friend in New York who's kind of a badass and I just saw that she had commented on it. And sometimes when you have friends commenting on a post on Facebook, yeah. you mm -hmm. see the post. So she was basically like, everyone can get fucked and like, this is not an issue and this is not a problem. This is not a problem. This yeah. is not an issue. And then you have other people going, well, you know, this is sending a message that a guy can da-da-da. And so it, it also brings us to the point of, should William have ever done this? What's the line of consent here? Well, obviously, in reality, Penny is beyond the line of consent in this situation. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I guess Snow White is too, but like... I think maybe when we're talking about Snow White, it's maybe we're taking it a little too far in regards to like 
I don't think we need to censor Snow White from people. Maybe just in the future, be conscious of this kind of thing, especially in children's films. Ha ha, conscious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think we need to like be going back and censoring things. But if we're talking this specific scene, again, I, I think we can agree the intention is has a lot to do with why this is less creepy than it could have been. But what, yeah. What do you think, Eric? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I understand. Yeah. From, from a children's films perspective, you know, in the future, you know, hopefully the filmmakers can, can, you know, deviate from that kind of actions taking place, those kinds of actions taking place. Mm-hmm. But for, yeah, the movies that have been out, for so long i mean you know there's got to be some level of you know parents being around when kids are watching their movies and you know hopefully talking with them about it you know saying hey when you see the the prince kiss snow white you know you you know you just don't think you think that's okay you know to the kid and and if they start to say well maybe well then 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 bring up some points as to why it might not be okay and, and and you and you hope that you know you, you got to hope that you know kids wouldn't you know kids love to act out things like like that from movies say mm-hmm. you know and and even though they might have fun re- reenacting that they can't actually do it when someone you know you know for a little boy to go up to a little girl when she's really asleep and do that no that's not good yeah Here, I, who's, uh, here's who you can kiss when they're sleeping yeah. No one. Your cat. Okay. <laughs> your cat. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think. If you if, yeah. <laughs> if your cat sleeping on your footstool, you just go up to him and you give him a tiny little kiss on the forehead, and that's it. Exactly. Yeah, I grew up with a dad who let me watch anything, yeah. but he would watch it with me, and mm-hmm. he would t- discuss everything with me, and. I knew what was, you know, film, what was real, what was not, what was okay, what was not. Like, it always led to a conversation, and that's how I learned. And I feel like it's a great thing that now people are more conscious of having a discussion around these types of things as opposed to just letting them sit there and be interpreted however you're going to interpret them when you see them for the first time. Um but yeah, I don't think we should go back and censor things. I think we should have a great discussion about yeah. it mm-hmm. going forward. Yeah, and I I even brought up that before with with the with the uh, with Condra who did two of the other cringy moments the the one we just talked about last minute, but then the other one as well the uh, the the flowering and then whichever the flower flower. <laughs> But but you know I mean yeah she definitely had wonderful points and and uh, you know we, we you know I brought up the idea of you know should something be said in front of movies like this you know and so, well apparently there kind of already is something that's you know the little bit of warnings and so forth are are have made their way into the system the 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 movie watching system supposedly you know of mm-hmm. in this movie you'll see little There's- acts of you know. There is actually a great piece on TCM right now. Shanti, yeah. I think I sent it to you about women in film and like body image and things yeah. like that. And 
they also have one on, you know, blackface and the history of that. And I really am appreciating that they're creating these little pieces and airing them before the films because that's exactly what these films should do, like ignite discussion. And what's TCM? The it's a TV channel called Turner Classic Movies and Turner owns basically like a ton most of the old Hollywood films. So they play mostly like from like the beginning of film until the 70s or so, though they still like they'll play like beyond that as well, but that's sort of the majority of it. So of course there's a lot of things you can watch daily every day when I that's like my default channel and literally every day I'll see a scene on there that shocks me that like this was normal back then but it was and I don't think it's I think it's good that we don't forget that because that's how we get lazy and yeah. you know that's how things like racism and yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's I, I want to kind of equate it a little bit to the statue issue, you know, and, and, you know, I mean, we don't want the statues to be up and, and to be revering them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we don't necessarily want statues to go away either, <laughs> because then you could forget that, oh, so-and-so was a racist asshole. Yeah, I think it's important that we keep the discussion open and keep remembering yeah. Um, all of these things and that's why film is so important too because it is our history you know yeah and you mentioned your dad and, and, and being very lenient on watching movies and that, that was my dad was the same way and, and you, you mentioned discussion you know not because I had brought it up but um, I mean you know for my for my dad and I I mean I don't know that we necessarily he, he truly you know provoked discussion all that much I mean I, there's probably sometimes but but uh, I mean, I mean, because yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure I was like 12 or 13 when he watched me let watch uh, uh, A Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, you know, and, and and I've turned out I think okay. <laughs> I don't go around raping raping women like. <laughs> um, actually, Lynx and I are starting a Clockwork Orange minute by minute podcast. Already? Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to hear what we have to say about that, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, well, and for no, I, I've been, I've been, I've been. I'm thinking sure about they already exist, some, don't they? Some. Well, there's been one Kubrick. No, oh, no, yeah. two Kubricks. One, uh, 2001 and The Shining have been done. Oh, so Clockwork so, Orange hasn't been done then. So that's open. Then. Yeah, that's and that, that's by different people too. So it's not like someone has the <laughs> has the director on lock for their <laughs> show to do. Because I mean, I mean, I'm just surprised no one has done like Coen Brothers yet. Oh yeah. No, oh, none, yeah. none of the Coen Brothers movies I don't think have done been done yet. Oh, oh wait, I'm sorry, the one. The one. That and actually that was that was the actual real first <laughs> movie by minute. It was uh uh for the Big Lebowski. Nice. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Well, getting back to this one, we are now in the part where the, we want to say maybe medic, doctor, yeah. uh, EMT comes the much, in. Much more adults, as I mentioned, I think, and it starts with, ends with, yeah, these, they're, they're, and, and, and the guy of the two, the, the man and woman, and he's even carrying some kind of folder clipboard. 
mm-hmm. thing going there on there. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, one of the things he says, <laughs> he goes into, I mean, we, we can come back to anything you want here, but, but I, I definitely want to point out that, you know, he, he's asking her, what did you take? Yeah. yeah, and 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 you know there was already this the scene our our first minute together I think uh, was when William is calling the front desk and he mentions quaaludes. Mm-hmm. I think doctors do <laughs> so, that though yeah. because they're first just trying to make see if that person's conscious enough to be answering those questions. Wow. Yeah. And you know, only that person knows exactly what they took, I assume. So Yeah, and even yeah, just by might, her might mumbling, yeah. I don't know, is like, okay, well, she's not yeah. totally passed out. Yeah. Like, she's, she still has a pulse, basically. So, And she um, has an immediate reaction when she sees that tube, which I thought was interesting <laughs> because she knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, mm. yeah, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Good, good I catch. Mean, she immediately is like, nope, nope. This, you know, they don't. She doesn't even let them try it. So, either she's witnessed this happen before, or she's or... more conscious than you know. We want to like give her credit for, um, yeah. So, what's your name or what's her name? It's Emily. So, and what did you take, Emily? And so, have we looked into the history of Emily Rugburn yet? Oh no! Yeah, please. No, I didn't find anything. Any thoughts on it? I, I didn't oh, find okay. anything. Oh. I don't know where specifically Emily Rugburn well. comes from, but I know that there, like other famous musicians, have used special names to check into hotels. Oh yeah, and I looked into some. Do you want to? Do you want oh, to yeah, them? please. I, I, I'm most familiar with the Beatles ones, but I, I don't know that I can. I, I think like like Paul Paul liked Ramon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you have yep. that in your list? Okay. Ramon. That's probably the one I know the best. So Beyonce uses Ingrid uh, Jackson. Michael Jackson has used Dr. Doolittle. Kristen Stewart <laughs> has used Chuck Steak. This is the dumbest one by far. Is Justin Timberlake has used Mr. Woodpond. Oh wow. <laughs> Timberlake Woodpond. Slash has used IP freely. <laughs> um, and then Bon Jovi to honor Tennessee Williams play a streetcar named Desire checks would check in as uh, Stanley Kowalski. And that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> and then Elton John, Sir Humphrey Handbag or Binky Poodle Clip. Binky Poodle Clip? <laughs> Binky Poodle Clip. I love it. Yep. So... I just like picturing all these like record execs having to call and be like, I need to speak to Binky Poodle Clip, yeah. please. <laughs> and then who was it? The members of KISS who wouldn't ever use another name because they wanted young groupies to come find them. Yes, I'm looking for Paul Stanley. Oh, yes, he's in room 405. Go right up. Just should have had like an usher there welcoming them in. Yeah, exactly. I also looked up Emily Rugburn, and I noticed that there's actually a rapper, a Mm -hmm. male rapper that goes by that name. Yeah. Which is very strange. It would be, like, great for, like, an all-girl indie rock band. Emily Rugburn. Yeah. I can picture that. I wasn't expecting Mm. the male guy that I saw under that name. But 
obviously he's an almost famous fan yeah so Lise, did you have anything to mention about the song that's playing while emily is getting her stomach pumped Mm -hmm. yes my sheree amour this is a great song stevie wonder Mm -hmm. it's this isn't going to come out today, but we're recording on May 13th, and that we're, it's actually Stevie Wonder's birthday today. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Very strange. He was born in 1950, so he's 71. He, I found a really cool clip where he talks about this song, which was originally titled Oh My Marsha, after this girl that he liked. So he wrote the song when he was 17 years old and he was attending the Michigan School for the Blind. Stevie Wonder is amazing. He actually signed with an offshoot of Motown, Motown called Talma when he was only 11 years old. Or, or uh, Tam, Tamla, T-A-M-L-A. Tamla. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he was only 11 years old and he was with them for or has been with him them for his entire career. Yeah, because at first he was little Stevie Wonder. Yes, that's right. And yeah, so when he was 17, he wrote this song. And there's a video on YouTube of Stevie at a concert where he's talking about recording and writing and just the background of the song. And he says that he liked this girl named Marsha and he asked her out and she actually came with her mom on the date. And then the next time he was like, how do I woo her? How do I get her to, you know want to go out with me without her mom around so he writes this song for her and he sang it to her (laughs) of course right i mean my goodness so he writes this song he sings it to her and he's like what do you think and she was like it's pretty cute (laughs) and he asked her well can i can i get a kiss for it and he says that her answer was i don't know where your mouth has been So I don't know if he ever got that kiss, but at least the song ended up getting to number four on the Billboard Hot 100. So something came out of it, right? Yep. Eric, what do you I, think about the song, this song being played at this particular moment? Well, yeah, I mean, and we'll definitely have, I think, a little bit more uh, info uh, next minute, but you guys won't be here for that. So, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty... You know, uh, it's not it's not my favorite Stevie Wonder song, but it's it's pretty high up there, um, and it has been used in like at least one of the movies since since this. Uh, I think pretty popularly, <laughs> um, uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a personal yeah. story to this song. Actually, yeah. I worked one summer at an art museum, and for this one part, there was a piece that had this playing on repeat the whole time (laughs) and I worked there for like well over a month and I let me tell you this is not my favorite Stevie Wonder song Mm -hmm. um I feel like personally throwing up every time I hear it now because of that (laughs) month of just hearing it on repeat (laughs) so they wouldn't even need to if I ever have a, an like an overdose, if I drink too much alcohol, Shanti, just put this song on and it will <laughs> it'll work for me. You don't even have to call for help. <laughs> well, I feel like it had the opposite effect on William Miller because if anything, 
And I don't remember where I read this, but it wasn't doing research for this. It was like in the past and then I couldn't find it again. But somebody was saying that the way that the towel was falling off of Penny's legs and the way her foot was moving against the tub and then cutting to William's gaze, it was sexual. Did anybody else pick up on that? Yeah, he's definitely not worried about her in that moment he seems awestruck Aroused? and in love is he yeah. Eric? Well you know I was coming at it from a little bit different point of view I think that but I, I can understand that you know it's fine but I mean I, I just I just think you know I think it's a more a matter of you know I'm, I'm seeing this other person that I've just professed my love to mm-hmm you know, in the situation and, you know, it's, 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 you know, seeing someone, you know, having this done to them and, you know, not being, you know, turned off by it. I mean, hopefully not being turned on, but maybe he is, but, but not being turned off by it. Watching it in the movie, you know, you know, is, is a bit upsetting and so forth, but, you know, being okay with, you know, being around with this happening, I, I, I just think it can, it can, it can tell yourself in your mind that, yeah, I really do love her. That's something that I hadn't thought about before. Yeah. yeah, because when you really love someone and if you've been with someone for a long time, you see that person mm-hmm. puking their guts out. Yeah. Like you see the person that you love shitting their guts out when they're really sick and you love them anyways. Yeah, you're right. And he's still looking at her with that look of love. So so sometimes I I was looking at it again and watching it from that sense of like the way the foot is curling is almost in like an orgasmic, um, Mm. you know, like sexual way. But we can look at anything like this and, and take what we want out of it and see what we want out of it. And that also makes perfect sense, though, because like we said in the last minute, this is his most real and personal experience with her. Every other time she's she's Penny. She's not yeah. Penny mm-hmm. here. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is as close to sex or the intimacy, intimacy, intimacy of yeah. that that he's gotten. Yeah. And he still loves her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, I mean. You know, and I, I think I think you guys would love to talk a little bit about it, but um, you know, the following couple minutes, you know, it's it's yeah, th- there there are more of these intimate moments with her. Yet, I mean, it's it's, it's I think it's at, at that half and half point of her being you know, kind of more real versus her <laughs> exactly. Her the illusion has self. shattered. <laughs> her, the illusion the has she shattered. Sometimes. She is yeah. no longer Penny, as we see in the next scene. She's finally herself. Yeah. Um, I know that's not our minutes to talk about, though. <laughs> I know, but yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's why I think I've said before, is that, that this is your minute to shine, you know, the, the episode um, of, of yours that, I mean, yeah, you, you're, go, go for go for talking about any other, any other part of the movie, you know, you want, you know, it's not a big deal. Yeah, we, well, we, we play fast and loose with the spoilers, you know, we, <laughs> some points where we kind of jokingly say, oh, we can't talk about it because spoilers, but. 
Well, one of the things that I really enjoyed learning upon watching the anniversary, because as we know, Almost Famous just had its famous 20th anniversary in this last year, was knowing that as they were wrapping up the film... They were doing the scenes kind of in sequence, right? So they knew they yeah, were going, right. go, getting towards the end of this movie. So the cast went out to party. You know, mm-hmm. Kate Hudson and Jimmy Fallon and everybody went out and they stayed out late. They mm-hmm. partied. So when you see Kate Hudson with her curls basically combed out because she's so put together in every single scene, even when she's ODing, she's beautiful. But you see her in this next scene where her curls are combed out and she's tired and she's got bags under her eyes and she looks like she's been through yeah, something. That was real. She, yeah. It was real. They went out partying the night before. She was hungover. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I loved that, you know, and... Yeah. It's nice when your hangover works for what it's you're the doing movie. the next yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, it couldn't have. It couldn't I have. guess she can call herself a method actress for that one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's a good excuse. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there have been all these instructions that the man and woman have been giving to Penny and, and you know, just relax. And, and finally, you know, very good. There we go. All done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, but that's 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 just for the it's not really all done. That's just for the getting the, the tube inserted because the, the, the very the very last <laughs> sentence we get feed some liquid into your s- stomach. Mm-hmm. Does not sound like a good time. No, no. But at least it was easy and effective. You know, she didn't have to go to the hospital. Thank goodness. William Cotter in time. And that's another thing, you know, it's William that's looking out for her. Uh, yeah, everyone's yeah. gone away. Yeah. It's just that him definitely and... becomes a point that he makes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and while Bob yeah, Dylan, yeah. while Bob <laughs> Dylan was at their table. Yeah. And good for him for calling them out because yeah. he's a witness to all of that and the way that they treat people and how unfair that is. And, it's not just games, you know, these are lives you're dealing with. So he's he's the adult here, not the rock stars, that's for sure. Yeah, and maybe a lot of people like wouldn't have been so fast to call a medic and to call yeah. a doctor. They might have been like, well, I don't want to get in trouble or maybe it isn't that big of a deal or maybe she'll just sleep it off. So yeah. when... Later on, when Plexia says, you know, he saved her life, she could have died. That's yeah. true. He did save yeah. her life in that moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any any of the, any uh, anyone else that might have been there. I mean, if they hadn't been with Dylan, um, <laughs> I mean, they, but they might have been also inebriated themselves, and mm-hmm. yeah, that would that would delay their actions possibly so i mean it's 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 good on uh good old mom for saying don't do drugs yeah oh my I, god yeah, yeah. nice one guess, yeah that mom, is, mom indirectly saves penny's life as well there you go <laughs> yeah that is such a pivotal moment to penny's life and her character as well too because we see that she grows from that and realizes, I guess, that she's not 
in the space that she needs to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are there any other notes? Anything else you want to talk about? Those were my yeah. notes. Yeah, and we've essentially kind of been talking a bit about some of the other stuff in the movie, and yeah, just, you know, now's the time as well. <laughs> well, during my research, I found that not only would musicians use other names when checking into hotels, they would also use other names when writing songs for others. So, oh, yeah. for example, when Prince wrote songs for Kenny Rogers and Sheena Easton in the 1980s, he used the names Joey Coco. Alexander Nevermind and Jamie Starr. I wonder how long all these people spent on like picking the best name or the name, like the silliest name or what inside jokes are in all of those because there must be some stories behind some of those. Yeah. And if anybody was wondering, is Lynx Lynx's real name? Oh, yeah. The answer is yes, it is. You've seen her birth certificate, you say. Yes, I have. No, yeah, it is my real name. Uh, I just have a cool parent. I can't take credit for it. So it's nice when people compliment it. I always pass it along to my dad. Yeah, He's right. very proud of it. So, yeah. Um, well, I'd, I'd propose, uh, you know, I mean, we already had Emily Rugburn, but you know it in this in the scene the text that i'm looking at on my screen right now for the for the man for the you know medic or what have you whatever he is you know he's he's saying emily come on swallow <laughs> so i'd like to propose the name emily swallow emily swallow <laughs> well fitting for this moment <laughs> someone should take that name and run with it Another rapper needs to come out named Emily Swallow and Emily Rugburn and Emily Swallow need to have a battle. Battle of the Emilys. Yeah. Rap battle. Um, Yeah. Um, So, yeah, uh, please uh, talk about whatever else you want to to plug away if if, if if that's where we're going to. Well... A couple, it'll be a, a couple of weeks ago now. We did talk about one of the bands that was one of the inspirations for Stillwater, and that's the Allman Brothers Band. And in that episode, I talk about some of the similarities that I found between the Allman Brothers documentary or biography and the movie Almost Famous and some of the characters found in Almost Famous. So if you want to hear about that, you can head back and listen to some of our episodes. And if you want to find us, Muse's podcast, you can go on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, on our website and follow us on TikTok, Muses Pod, Instagram, Muses Podcast, and send us an email if you want, musespod at gmail.com. Let us just, like, let's chat. Let's talk, let's talk yeah. about it. Yeah, and I'll follow right on there with uh, with my uh, email address for the show is almostfamousminute at gmail.com, and, uh, and the socials, uh, such as, like, Facebook, uh, we have our page, facebook.com slash watch, or, <laughs> facebook.com slash almost famous minute uh and the group is the band-aids lister society so go go check those things out along with uh of course pantheon podcast we gotta give them uh big ups uh for letting us uh, uh perch ourselves here uh this show and my other uh, uh music related show feels like weezer going track by track song by song through all of weezer's catalog we've recently had a big Big, big uh, beginning of the year 2021 with uh, two albums coming out 
okay human and Van Weezer for the historians in case they're listening from far in the future. Wonderful time. Um, post or, you know, near end of pandemic, hopefully. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so check uh, Muse's pod- podcast out as well as ours. Um, more episodes besides just the Muse's, hopefully, you you will hopefully like and enjoy all uh, all, all two hundred or um, uh, one hundred twenty three of these minutes, I believe. Yeah. Is what I'll be doing. I think I'll be doing the credits, hopefully. Um, so uh, hopefully uh, people can come on uh, next week. Hopefully for a special guest for minute ninety four, ninety four. Um and uh but thank big thanks to Shanti and Links. You've been wonderful. Thanks so much for having yeah. us, Eric. Yeah, this thank has you. been a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so we'll be back next week. Until then, it's all happening. It's, it's all, all happening. happening. I am a golden god! It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.